I like to think of a domain name as like the Rand McNally. You know that great big map that your dad had? Your domain name is the navigator for your business's digital footprint. And basically your domain name has a set of records in it that tells the internet where to send it. You're on a mission and you just need more people to know about it. And whether you're brand new to marketing or a seasoned pro, we are all looking for answers to make marketing decisions with purpose. I'm Monica Pitts, a techie, crafty business owner, mom, and aerial dancer who solves communication challenges through technology. This podcast is all about digging in and going digital. I'll share my marketing know-how and business experience from almost 20 years of misadventures. I'll be your backup dancer so you can stop doubting and get moving towards marketing with purpose. Hello again and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. Today we're going to talk about making a big decision. We're going to talk about how to pick the right domain name for your organization specifically how to pick one that doesn't suck. And to answer this question, I brought with me today, I shouldn't say I brought with her. I didn't bring, I didn't bring Stacy anywhere. She done brought herself here. But with me today is Stacy Rockmeyer, my chief wearer of many hats, because most of the time she's a person that talks to our clients and prospective clients about how to pick the right domain name for their company. Now, it's important that we get a good one because We've all tried to type in bad ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, we've all had to deal with having bad ones where we're spelling them on repeat all the time on the phone to people. And the only thing you can do is like send them an email with a link. That is sucking. That is bad. That would that would be a sign that your domain name sucks, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we want one that's easy to use. It's easy for people to find and deal with. So to kick off this conversation about how to pick a domain name that doesn't suck, I want Stacy to explain to us, since this is in her wheelhouse, like on the everyday, what a domain name even is so we can all get on the same track with our vocabulary. Stacy, what's a domain name? I like to think of a domain name as like the Rand McNally. You know that great big map that your dad had and this like... 80s when you went on family vacation and it showed him every turn to make and everywhere to go and I mean sometimes it wasn't exactly up to date because it was a printed piece of paper that was huge in your in your car we didn't have even that was like a book yeah it was a book and like it had every state in it and some states were big enough they got two spreads oh yes and then some metropolitan areas would have their own spread and you would have to Mm -hmm. make sure that you flipped the page at the right time for when you're driving across the state and then you get into the metropolitan area i did this in paris and i did this in um washington dc because i was the navigator for my dad and i held the map upside down most of the time but i always got him to the right place and so that's a joke that he tells about me yeah Mm -hmm. Yep. So the your domain name is the navigator for your business's digital footprint. And basically your domain name has a set of records in it that tells people that actually not people, it tells the internet where to send it. So they're called IP addresses. And so your domain name can go to multiple different things. It can go to your website. It can go to your email. Some companies have servers that it can go to. And so your domain name is the hub that ties all of those lovely things together. It's like your street address 
versus your longitude and latitude. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. it's like the thing that tells the it, – it's a shortcut to the longitude and latitude. Yep. Your domain name is like your street ad- address and your um, IP address is like your longitude and latitude, which – Coincidentally enough, they are all a series of numbers. So you can think about it that way. Ha ha. So if I were trying to get a domain for my organization, where would I go to find one? So there are a number of different registrars across the internet. My personal preference is GoDaddy for domain names. I don't necessarily use GoDaddy for any other services, but their domain name is domain name functionality and their website's really easy to use. You can also, we have clients that use Network Solutions and Two Cows. Are there other ones that you've heard of? HostGator, Name.com. I mean, there's probably, the list goes on and on, but. And you can buy a lot of different domain names from any of them. They all basically, I'm saying basically because that is a general statement. Some of them do not sell all the domains, but most of them all sell the same domain. So it doesn't necessarily matter which one you buy your domain name from, but you do have to buy it from a registrar and you do have to pay for it. And it is a renewed service that you pay for on, you know, a regular basis. Yeah, you can renew it for like one, two, three, four, five, ten years. You can renew it for a number of years, but the key if you're going to renew it for a long time is to hold on to that information to log in for a really long time and know where it lives because otherwise what happens stacy people let their domain name expire and then they get bought by porn sites (laughs) 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 nervous laughter it happened to one of our clients they didn't want us to handle it for them and which is fine that is a totally fine decision you have to make that decision for your company but you also have to be a responsible domain name owner sort of like being a responsible dog owner you've got it it's a thing you have to do if you're going to have the that item now with the domain name renewal and registration there's all kinds of different options and one of the options that pops up every time is should do you want it to be private and it does cost more to register your your domain name privately stacy what's your opinion should people pay the extra for the private listing or should they just go for it like normal? I prefer to go for it like normal. I don't know that privacy really makes a huge difference because there are ways around that privacy and finding out who owns it anyways. And at most you're going to get a spam letter that says that you need to pay another domain renewal and it's not going to be from the company that you bought your domain name from. So it's spam. You should throw it in the trash. We have a whole podcast about that. But um, I prefer not to do private just because the next time somebody needs to look at your domain name and figure out where it's been purchased from or how long you have till it expires or any information about it, they can't see that. It's not readily available. So if you leave that privacy off, it's easier to find your domain name in the future. So to recap, if you leave the privacy off, then you might get the spam letter from these jerks who are trying to get you to send them money and you could ignore that letter and that that's because those people are mean and they're not right. And it's not even sent from the people that you bought your domain name from. So just ignore them. But then also, if you forget where your domain name is registered or who registered it or when it expired, if you register it privately, 
someone like us can't help you find that information as easily. So having a publicly listed domain name is actually kind of advantageous to a lot of people that come to us because they don't know anything about it and we have to figure it out for them. So I vote not privately listed and so does Stacy. Like, yeah, usually, usually the only thing I can tell them is like where their account, like what company their account lies. So who their registrar is. That's usually the only thing I can really tell them when it's privately listed. So now that we know where we can get a domain name from, a registrar, let's talk about the extension because that's pretty big picture too. There's all kinds of different domain name extensions. It can be .net, .com, .org, .us. Which one do you think is best for most people, Stacy? Definitely .com. People, it's the one that people think about when they're buying something. They're going to type in your business name, .com. And if you are a nonprofit, then .org is perfectly acceptable and great for you. As a matter of fact, if you have a .com, then people may be typing in .org and not be able to get to you, which we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but should you buy one or should you buy multiple? And if you're a nonprofit and you can get the .com and the .org of your domain name, I would buy them both because some people will type it in one way, other people will type it in another way, and you want them both to get to your information. Now, if you're a business, you don't buy the .org though. You just buy the .com. Absolutely. If you are a nonprofit, you should buy both .com and .org because inevitably another nonprofit is going to start up with the same name that you have and they're going to buy the .com or the .org, whichever one you don't own, and you should own both of them. And then .us gives us some really interesting fits. And, and I know that to some people it might make sense because you might have like the perfect domain with .us, right? Mm -hmm. It might be your exact business name and it's exactly what you want. But .us can be tricky. Tell us about that, Stacey. So the dot, usually it's, we see .us.com and a lot of hosting companies will not accept that and a lot of registrars will not accept that. So you have to, you have this debacle if you ever want someone to take over for you. Um, we are seeing it a little more widely accepted, but also if you do any business outside the United States in any way, shape, or form, I feel like it closes you off to that too. So I really prefer not to use a .us or a .us.com. Now, there was a lot of .netting back in the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. And .net is reserved, I feel like, for technology and internet. Yeah, if you're an inter internet service provider, you should definitely have a .net. I think that makes a lot of sense. So like here in town, we have socket.net, we have tranquility.net, we have centurytel.net, we have charter.net. You know, the and everyone knows those are all internet service providers. And so if you are a business who does not provide a tech or internet service, you should not have your .net as your primary domain name. Okay. So now we know about our domain name extensions. We know about where we can buy them. And one thing that Stacy like briefly mentioned in the last comment was that you can transfer them. So let's say that you buy a domain name at GoDaddy and then you don't want it to be there anymore. You want to move it over to Network Solutions. You can totally do that. You can move them from one registrar to the other. There's all kinds of things that go along with that. And Stacy's an expert in that. And we're not going to talk about that today. We're mm -hmm. not. Um, Stacey, anything else you want to add about domain name extensions? 
I think there are a lot of like kind of niche domain name extensions that you've seen. Personally, and I quite frankly have zero proof of this, I feel like they're on their way out. Like people aren't using them as often as they were when they first started because you have dot design and dot me and dot co and dot what basically whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like people use them for a minute. And if you can have the dot com, you should have the dot com. People are going to end up putting it at the end anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> We're weird creatures. We think everything should be .com. So if you can get the .com, that's best. Okay, so now, how do we make sure that we get one that doesn't suck? We're going to get the right extension, but also I think that it needs to make sense for your business. There are some like that are just strange acronyms or that are just words that don't make sense together and and it doesn't relate to the business that that doesn't work that's not a good domain name so i always suggest to people that your domain name should be as close to your company name as possible without making it ridiculously long Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you'll see people who have their service as their domain name and that's fine and dandy and that can certainly be your main domain name but you should also own your business name Yes. So you could have webdesigncolumbiamo.com and maycreate.com. And they could both. both go to the same place. And they can both go to the same place. And if you can get that type of a general domain, that can be cool. And you might even have it as your main domain. I don't know. But you should probably have your company name too because you're paying to advertise your company. You're working with your clients as your company and they don't remember to go to webdesigncolumbiamo.com to get your contact information. They're going to look up MayCreate. Well, not for you, but for us, they're going to look up MayCreate, right? Yep. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so we, we, we touched on whether you should have more than one. So we said if there's a general one in your, like with your service or area, like webdesigncolumbiamo.com, that would be a fine one to buy. But you don't necessarily have to buy more than one. You could just have your company name if it's nice and short and makes sense and it's a .com. But there's also other instances where you would buy more than one. Stacy, tell us about that. I think one, I like to pick on ourselves just a little bit for this. So like our name is MayCreate, M-A-Y-E, create. And there is another May Create without the E in Tennessee that actually does the same services that we do. And but by golly, if I could ever get a hold of that domain name, we would we would have it. I don't know. I would probably pay a lot of money for that thing, but we don't. So that's an instance where I would suggest having multiple domain names is if your company name is spelled weird or hard to spell, like if you have a really long last name, if you have like Bontrager Homes, I don't know anybody, that's not a, even a real client. Totally fictional. But that's a good that's Totally a good fictional. Yeah. You should probably have a couple of different spellings and even the phonetic spelling of that for your domain names. And if you don't have that, then <laughs> you'll probably need to run a Google Ads campaign to scoop up that traffic. We've had to do that for clients before when they have strangely spelled names and they don't have multiple domains or like they have multiple names for their businesses instead of just calling themselves May Create Design and doing all these services underneath it. They have other names for their business. Like let's say that 
We have uh, pagedesign.com is one of our business names and it's underneath maycreatedesign.com. Well, then people wouldn't know whether we're page or we're maycreate. Like it, it's confusing to them. And so they end up searching for things like maypage. And like there's just not a whole lot of ways to fix that short of running Google ads. And so that's just more money. So if you know that your name is hard to spell, just buy a couple different domain names. <laughs> and and this is a better way, I feel like, than having to run Google Ads campaigns for it. Yep. I think the other re- reason you may have another domain name is for your company business domain name. So I'm not talking about all of those um, service domain names. I'm talking about for your company business domain name is if you go by an acronym or like, for example... Back in the day when you were started, you were a person's name and now you go by an acronym. I think that would be another reason you would have both of those domain names going to your website. Well, and I think too, in that instance, you would also set up like email addresses or email forwards at the acronym as well. Because man, if you have a long domain name that's not easy to spell and you're the person who's on the phone all the time, telling people no it's m-a-y-e-c-r-e-a-t-e.com over and over again wouldn't it be nice if it was like mdc.com or you know something like quick and easy we had that when we used to work over at tranquility stacy and i both worked over there and there was tranquility.net but there was also trank.net and so it was so much easier when we were talking to a client just to be like it's t-r-a-n-q.net and they're like oh okay cool but yep. somehow the I-L-I-T-Y was just too much. They got the I's in the wrong spot. It was kind of a mess. Yeah. Even though it's a normal word. Not yes. hard to spell. Now, if you're... So we call ourselves May Create Design. But if I feel like it's better to get maycreate.com than maycreatedesign.com or maycreatewebdesign.com, for the most part, I feel like the shorter, the better. Absolutely. Short is good. The last thing you want is a domain name that doesn't even fit on your business card. (laughs) Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen it all, friends. We've seen it. It happens. Make sure your domain name is short enough to where you don't have to spend an entire minute writing it. And make sure that you can read it when you write it out. Think about it like a hashtag. Like a hashtag doesn't work if you can't read the individual words or if they make other words. Yes, which I have a funny example, and I love these guys. They um, so Delta Companies is a an acquaintance of ours that we see frequently, and if their domain name is Delta Co's, Del Tacos dot com, I, I literally think of their business as Del Tacos every time I see them. I'm like, oh, you're the Del Tacos folks. Yeah, such such great people. They laugh about it too, so I feel like we can laugh about it with them. Well, and we love tacos, and so oh, we do. Someday, Monica and I are going to own a taco cart. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's that's our retirement plan. You guys can come visit us. Actually, I feel like I will have truly arrived in life when I have a taco cart that follows me around, and there's just like always tacos ready. Like my like, I have a dog that trails me around. Actually, I have two. They're like always next to me. Wouldn't it be great if they were taco carts? Be pretty fabulous. <laughs> this would be great. Lunch. Anytime you want it. I know. 
Okay, and also make sure, so like before you buy the domain name, like write it out so you can see it. I mean, actually, you'll be able to see it on the registrar. Have someone else read it too because it doesn't, you don't want it to say bad things. Like Del Tacos is kind of fun, but Penn Island is less fun. So um, if you need to know what that says, you can just write it out on a piece of paper. All one word. Yeah. Yeah. Just do that. And then um, last but not least, like let's say that you've gone through this, right? And you're like, I really want to have MayCreate.com, but MayCreate.com isn't available. Um, what's what's a trick that you use often with clients, Stacey, that can kind of remedy that situation? Absolutely. So we will oftentimes add a location. Now, there are some caveats to that in making sure that the location is representative of where you do business because you don't want to alienate people. So if you do business in Missouri, it's okay to have johndohomesmo.com as long as John Doe Homes is not another company who provides home building services in your location. So for example, if you have johndohomes.com and that's the domain name you want, it's not available, you can add that mo at the end. But if you look up johndohomes.com, you want to make sure that they're not a home builder and that they're not in your location. So maybe they're a realtor in a completely different location. Totally fine. They're selling homes, you're building them. Perfect. But if they do the same service or they are in your like near your area I think you'd want something that differentiates you just a little bit more so hmm that makes me wonder like how would I fix the John Doe homes like domain then if there's another one near that's John Doe homes and Mo doesn't fix it what you else could we do? Probably shouldn't have named your company that because that means that there's another person registered with your company name in your same location. Yeah. So one thing that you could do if you're super young in business is before you choose your business name, go out to the domain registrar and search for it as a domain. I'm not kidding. Also with the Secretary of State to make sure that you can actually register your company at the name that you want to use. Fortunately, though, like back to the John Doe Homes scenario, let's say that johndohomes.com is taken by another company across the United States, then you could do John Doe Homes Builder, you could do, you know, John Doe Custom Homes, you could do John Doe Remodeler or Home Remodeler, like you can, you can adjust that domain to make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing, tweaking it. <laughs> okay, so let's recap really quick the things that we just talked about. So first off, we talked about what a domain name is, and I think we understand that. Stacy and I agree, your domain name extension should probably be .com or .org. And if you are a nonprofit, buy both. Make sure that your domain name makes sense and it is close. It's as close to your organization name as possible. So you want them to be very close and you want it to be short. So don't have an enormous domain. You want it to be short. You want it to fit on your business card and be easy to tell people what it is. If you have a company name that's hard to spell, get variations of it. If you find one that's a general domain, like Web Design Columbia, Missouri, or Web Design Columbia Mo, then by all means buy it, but also buy your company name as well. 
Make sure you can read it easily, like it's a hashtag. Make sure that it doesn't say bad things. <laughs> and any other advice that you would give people about buying their domain name? I don't think so. I think that's most of the things I would go through if I were consulting with you on a domain name before we built your website. I guess the last thing would be make sure that you keep the information about your registrar handy someplace for someone. We get a lot of questions about, is this real? Is my domain name actually going to expire? And it's because people just don't know where their domain name is registered and they don't know how to log in. And it's not always easy to get that information, especially if if it's with a past web developer or a past employee. That's that's a, that's tough. So make sure that you document this someplace where you can find it. Like literally, if, if you have to print off the receipt, write your username and password on it and put it in a file, like put it in a physical file that is labeled <laughs> domain name or whatever your domain name is, makecreate.com, right? Because you will need it eventually. You'll absolutely need it. And when you don't have it, it is a pain in the rear end. And if your credit card expires, if your credit card gets stolen, this is one thing you do not want to let go. Yep. It'll yeah. get bought by people that are not as um, honest in their business or have high morals like you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Okay, folks. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Hopefully, you can now go select a domain name for your organization that doesn't suck. Yes. More power to you. And like, seriously, if you want an opinion, send us an email. You can send an email to info at maycreate.com and, and tell us what you're looking at. We'd, we'd love to hear what you're like thinking about and, and send us options. We'll give you back an opinion. This is a great way for us to, to meet you and, and to show you that we're not idiots. Basically, that's our goal in life. I'll help you out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. Okay, so if you enjoyed this episode or if you learned a thing or two, please leave us a review. That helps us meet more people just like you. We're here to help you solve challenges through technology. And if we did that for you today, give us a review and that'll help us solve someone else's technology challenges as well. So until next time, go forth and market with purpose.